0: What happens when you're lifting is you're basically, your muscles are tearing at the fiber level. That's what's happening when we're strength training is that we're basically tearing down our muscles. And in order to get stronger or um, build any kind of strength and repair, we have to fuel our bodies with protein because protein is what our muscles are made up of so in order for the muscles to repair themselves they need protein welcome to the love your body now podcast the podcast for women who are ready to feel confident in their body right now and redefine what health looks like for them i'm savannah your host and together we'll be having conversations about what it means to accept and love our bodies now while simultaneously prioritizing our health journey We'll be debunking beliefs that do not serve us and diving into misconceptions and unhealthy narratives in the fitness world so that we can rebuild our foundation from a place of self love. Hey there, I'm super excited to talk about today's episode because. I think that there are a lot of beliefs when it comes to women lifting weights and what it does to our bodies and a ton of narratives out there, a ton of misconceptions, and I want to talk about all of it. And to start things off, and obviously with the title of this episode being, Does Lifting Make You Bulky?, I want to first off by start by saying like some of the things that I've heard people say actually fairly recently um and then obviously from what I've heard in the past before when it comes to talking about lifting and how it impacts our bodies and one of the most common things that I hear and see, not just on the internet, but I've actually had people say this to me, is, um, you know, this idea of wanting to avoid lifting or maybe not wanting to get too strong because they don't want to be bulky or they don't want to have like a ton of muscle. And I've also heard it specifically, um, About, like, our arms. I think that that's probably one of the most common areas that women are afraid to get bulky in is their arms, and they're afraid to look manly, is what I hear uh, from a lot of women. And let me just start by saying that lifting weights and getting stronger, even if you're like powerlifting, which you don't know my background, I used to power lift. It is not going to make you bulky in the way that you think is going to happen. And I know the problem with this is we see a lot of videos or photos on maybe social media of women who promote training and they promote lifting heavy and like pushing themselves and all these things and a lot of them do look more muscular right and maybe that's that's what you're basing it off of and you're like i don't want to achieve that look um let me just start by saying when women like that have a certain physique and they're training a certain way they are intentionally doing things and making choices and their habits look a certain way to the point to where it's actually going to change their physique that much. So just because you see a woman training really heavy does not mean that it's going to lead to her having this like a ton of muscle growth happening. It also has a lot to do with what you're fueling your body and I Feel like that's the most frustrating thing that I hear um, with women who are like, "Yeah, no, like I'm not doing that stuff because I like how my body looks," or maybe they don't like how their body looks, but they're like, "I do not want to get any bigger than I already am." Right? I feel like that's a lot of the narrative that I hear, and it's actually that's that's not what's going to happen, especially if you don't even know how you would. Achieve that physique in terms of how you would have to fuel your body, then you're not going to accidentally achieve that. I promise you, um, it's not. It doesn't work like that. There's a science to it in terms of how you actually build muscle like that. And when we see women with that kind of physique, they are training to achieve those things. So I wanted to start by saying that and I actually wanted to address the example that I just gave where um, someone may say that they maybe they're trying to lose weight and they're specifically trying to lose fat on certain areas of their body, specifically somewhere like their arms. And I'm giving this example because I actually had someone say this example to me. Well, it was an example. She was saying it like her real life, like this is what she's doing, where her intention is coming from. And it had to do with, she goes to the gym, she trains her legs and does lifting for her legs because she wants uh, a bigger butt, but she avoids training her arms because she doesn't want them to get any bigger than they already are. So here is the thing with that. So we already know that you can't achieve a bunch of muscle growth if you're not intentionally doing the things to a scientific level to achieve that. But when you're doing it to the bare minimum of, hey, I'm training my muscles where, you know, I'm doing some form of strength training whether it's strength endurance or uh, like actual strength, like trying to gain strength strength. You have to bring in a certain amount of protein because what happens when you're lifting is you're basically, your muscles are tearing at the fiber level. That's what's happening when we're strength training is that we're basically tearing down our muscles. And in order to get stronger or um, build any kind of strength and repair, we have to fuel our bodies with protein because protein is what our muscles are made up of so in order for the muscles to repair themselves they need protein that is the most basic level of what it comes down to and when you are doing that it is it's not meaning that you're gonna again we're not gonna grow to this point of getting like super bulky what it's going to achieve physically if we stick to it is it's actually going to be that um The headline that we see in the fitness industry and that we see in diet culture now is that lean, that tone look that so many women are trying to achieve. There's this new look that women are constantly striving for now where, again, it's the lean arms, the tone arms. They don't want flabby arms. But what we don't realize and also, you know, the fitness industry doesn't do a great job at educating people is that the look that they want that has to do with losing fat. It doesn't have anything, well, I shouldn't say anything, but it doesn't have anything to do with getting bulky. It has to do with losing fat and then your muscle, obviously you're strengthening your muscle, you're engaging your muscles more, so they are developing more. Again, not to the point where they're gonna look bulky, but they are developing and you're getting stronger, and that's where you start to see that lean, tone, physique. It has, it doesn't have anything to do with getting bulky. So when I heard this to my point is when she was saying that she's only training her legs and avoiding training her arms, the look that she's trying to achieve with her arms is going to happen with strength training. That's, that's how it would work. It's not going to be achieved through cardio. I can tell you that. And that's a huge, um, lie that the fitness industry has gone off of for so long. I I don't think it's really um, what it's super focused on as much now. But in the past, it was always like, you need to sweat like really hard and you need to burn a bunch of calories and like train cardio for hours and hours and hours to get the physique that you want. And that is not how it works. So, Just know that if that's how you've been training to like basically suffer the whole time that you're exercising because you think that you're going to lose fat more efficiently that way. You're actually like going to be, you will lose fat more efficiently when you build muscle because it actually takes more muscle. Like, so having more muscle burns more calories. So, and I'm not going to get to the scientific of it at all today, but the most general understanding of it is your body burns more calories when it has more muscle. And again, more muscle doesn't equate to big and bulky. So I just had to put that out there. We know that men are built differently and they are able to build muscle a lot differently and easier than women are. So that's why I really want to drive it home that women have to be very, very intentional with their training and with their fuel when it comes to like building up their physique the way that maybe you see it and you're like, I don't like that look. It's not what I'm trying to achieve. Unless you're being super intentional about it, it's not going to happen. Now, I want to segue into why we not only need to let go of that narrative. And also the idea of doing training for physical outcomes, they're great, you know, they obviously I want you to feel confident in your body, but in my opinion, that should not be the main focus in our training because we actually need to be doing strength training to optimize our life. And that is like completely aside from the physique aspect of it, especially women and especially as we age, because as we age, we start to lose muscle mass. And I think, I, I think if I'm correct, it starts at age 25. That's basically when it starts to slowly, slowly dec- decline over the years. And at the time of this recording, I am 25, so that's something that I am very, very aware of. I mean, I've known this since I was like 18, where it's like I know at age 25, that's when it's almost like I have to be, I'm going to be working against this way of life because naturally my body is going to decline starting then. And I know um, that sounds kind of scary, you know, being 25 and it's like your body starts to decline then. It's not like this fast progressing thing, but just how the body works, like at that age, that's when it starts, like it starts to decline. So that's why it becomes that much more important to strength train. And strength training doesn't just help with the muscles, it also helps strengthen our bones. And we know as we age, how brittle we become when we're older, right? We see so many older people with canes and walkers and you see them walking around and you get like really nervous because they're walking around like they're shaky and like they're gonna, if they fell over, they would just break in half. And that is why strength training is so important regardless of your age, if you're not implementing strength training, I'd say start today. Like that is how important it is to prevent and optimize your body for long-term so that when you are in your seventies, you're not that old person walking around. If you fell over and broke a hip, we all know when people break their hips at an older age, that's kind of when like shit starts to really really decline fast because they're just not physically able to recover from it at that point. And a lot of it has to do with like well, when you think back to our ancestors of before this modern world that we live in today, when we actually had to work for everything that we do. We had to build our own house, we had to go and hunt our own food and we had to fight off any enemies like how much we were physically using our body on an everyday basis. And so our body was equipped and constantly training for these things every single day. It was not being physical was not a part of our lifestyle. And now it is. And obviously, that's why we're seeing so many health issues today. One of the reasons is because we live in a modern world now where everything is designed to make our life easier and we don't have to expend hardly any effort and energy to get what we need in life. And that's why it's so much more important now that we prioritize exercise and we prioritize specifically strength training. And you know here when I I talk on the podcast and I talk about deciding what you want to do for exercise and I'm very much about figuring out what you enjoy, what you like. But if I if I could be more specific with it, I would say to understand the fitness components and maybe I'll do a whole episode on the fitness components specifically just so that you can understand when it comes to exercise, there are different variations to it when it comes to developing an exercise program and that's where, you know, a CPT would come into play of if you're working with a trainer they're going to be looking at the fitness components to develop your plan and obviously decide based on like what you enjoy as well so yes let me just say that deciding on an exercise routine that you can stick to long term that you enjoy that you know, you just really like is super, super important. But when you can do that, plus incorporate the fitness components into your exercise routine, then you are really optimizing your overall longevity. And what that includes is strength training, strength endurance, cardiovascular um, flexibility, and then um, your body comp. So we know, for example, if you are someone who likes to go golfing, well, then that can basically count as your cardiovascular um, routine based on how often you go and how long you go for because we know um, like from a, a generalized point that doing at least 150 minutes of moderate activity a week is standard, um, for five days a week, or sorry. Yeah. 150 minutes of moderate physical exercise a week or 75 minutes of vigorous. It's been a while since I've had to pull that, um, pull that out of my head for a second. So. When you think about it in terms of that, so think about, okay, if I'm going to do 150 minutes of moderate exercise a week, you can break that down into 30 minutes for five days a week. So if you're doing golfing five days a week, that can count as your moderate exercise, right? Because it doesn't, I mean, it kind of depends too. Like you have to know yourself physically, is it moderate or is it really like low impact? Like this isn't really doing anything for me. So then maybe you have to go a little bit longer um, to make up for that. But when you think about it, if you just did golfing your whole week as your exercise, that is great. You are exercising, but you really didn't do anything for your muscle strength, right? Golfing is awesome. I love golfing. I have nothing against golfing. But if you were like, I still need to prioritize strength training so that I am actually putting my muscles through the stress that they need to stay strong, maintain their strength at the bare minimum, and get stronger, then I need to incorporate some form of strength training on top of golfing. So, And there's a lots of different ways that you can incorporate strength training. It doesn't have to look like the basic go to the gym, throw around really heavy weight, do three sets of 10 of everything. It doesn't have to look like that. I know that that's kind of like what we think of when we think of strength training, but, um, you can also do, you can also build strength by doing a lot of high reps and low, um, low weight. Uh, that's one variation. You can find ways to incorporate strength training in different forms of exercise. You know, I've seen, um, Pilates being done to do strength training. And it's completely different than what you would kind of think of when you're strength training. And But at that point, yes, you do need to be more intentional and you need to be a little bit more strategic with your training if that's the route that you're going to go. So maybe you'll need to hire a professional or work, with, work within a program or do something along those lines to at least, again, bare minimum, maintain the strength that you already have. Because remember, we are declining starting at the age of 25. Our body is naturally going to start losing its strength. So we need to counter that and at least maintain the strength that we have for as long as possible. And if you can, build strength because you are always going to be working against that statistic basically. And the last thing that I will add, again, we kind of touched on it earlier in this episode is in order to repair your muscles and fuel your body properly, we need to be consuming protein. So if you are exercising regularly, that is wonderful. I'm so glad. If you are strength training regularly, that is even better. Super awesome. But if you are not fueling your body in what it needs in order to recover from that workout, you're really not like you're you're kind of like canceling it out, if that makes sense. And obviously, it would have to be pretty evident that like you're not consuming any protein at all to the point where your body has nothing to use to repair those muscles that you just broke down in a workout. Um, sometimes people can get away with not being super intentional with it, which I kind of think of myself <clears throat> in this scenario where I know I eat enough protein every single day to where it's not going to be like, I don't have to think about it so hard to the point where I'm like, am I eating enough protein? Um, cause I've set it up with my like natural habits of way of eating to incorporate plenty of protein into my diet so that I'm not ever like concerned about not eating enough protein. And, um, so, if you are someone who struggles to eat enough protein, then that would be something that I would kind of turn your focus on to, again, because this is this affects our longevity. It's not just about physique at this point. And again, you eating the bare minimum amount of protein that your body needs to survive is not going to make you bulky. So, I wouldn't worry about... If you are starting to incorporate lifting and then you're going to start adding in more protein, do not stress about starting to look bulky. It's not going to happen, especially if you're just hitting the bare minimum of protein. So, I just wanted to kind of drive that home in terms of maybe some narratives that you've been telling yourself or believing and I know that social media sometimes doesn't help with that, that kind of like pours back into the beliefs, Um, but I really wanted to talk about these misconceptions because it is really impacting the health of so many people, especially women, when you are not being intentional about your physical exercise and fueling your body properly in order to live a long happy healthy life like these things matter now so make sure you start today don't wait any longer um and if you have questions feel free to reach out to me in the dms and any episode suggestions that you ever have that you want to learn more about, please send them over because I'm always looking for uh, podcast episode recommendations. But anyways, I will let you get back to your day. I hope it's a good one and take care. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You have no idea how grateful I am to have you as one of the Love Your Body Now listeners. If you are loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed and left a review. This helps me get the message out to more women just like you who are also committed to their journey. And if you love this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know needs to hear today's message. Together, we can help more women recognize their self-worth and build their confidence from a much deeper place just like you're doing right now. Let's help change the world one woman at a time. All right, talk to you soon, friend.